right, good morning, everybody. How's it going? Nikki Burnett here, Taste Life Nutrition. This is Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, uh, where we're now hitting, I don't have numbers yet, but close to 200,000 people, which is cool stuff. Uh, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> uh, so good stuff. Uh, I think uh, it's all because we have some really cool, amazing, gifted, talented, giving, serving people who join us on the show who have um, a lot to share, a lot to give, and that's what it's all about, right? So what life is about is is sharing our gifts, lifting people up, um, and just being healthy so we can live well. And that's that's what we want is to live well, and we want to spread as much of that around as we can. My goal always is to bring on people who who want who have the ability to share with you things that maybe you don't know, maybe you do know. But let's let's broaden what it looks like to be healthy, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, uh, all of the things that, that help to really um, help us live a well-rounded, full, amazing life. Because really, we just have a really short time here. Too short. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and every year it just seems to get shorter and shorter and shorter. Um, so today we have Dr. Isaac Mooberry, who's been on with us before. Um, but I think that a lot of times something that we don't think about is our posture or ergonomics or what does that really mean uh, in when it comes to our entire health, right? And so I, when I say that, it didn't really come out very well, but it's really more about, you know, how our body's functioning, right? So we may look at uh, some, you know, ergonomics, we may look at our posture, and is it, are we straight up like you are, like you're supposed to be, um, or are we kind of slumped like this, right? Yeah, and what is that doing? Does it affect our gut health? Does it affect our neurological health? What is it doing to our body if we are not in a, in, sitting in a way that biomechanically allows for the body to function, biomechanically and neurologically, right? Allows the body to function the way that it's supposed to function. So, Dr. Isaac, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I look <laughs> forward to connecting. Yeah. Uh, I liked it, your intro and I like the connecting part because I think we're so disconnected at times in our communities or even to our own bodies. Yes. And so the connection that I that's my word of the year, actually. Is connection. connection. Yes. I love so it. So I appreciate being able to connect with you as well yeah. as the audience here on the show. Yeah, yeah. It's so true, and that's something that I I speak to a lot. You know, we have lost the the connection with our bodies, you know, and, and obviously with the world the way that it is, we've lost the connection with each other, but we don't know how anymore, and I say this very generally speaking, but we don't know how anymore to listen to our body to listen what is trying to tell us because if we have a pain then it's your body talking to you if we have brain fog if we have a you know gut pain you know whatever the case may be it's our body trying to talk to us and what do we do i need to take an advil or i need to take a tums or you know something or like it's that. not that bad i'm not going to do anything until it screams at me or i'm uh -huh, totally broken uh -huh, exactly. so as a typical guy that's what guys it's, often do but in, i think in our western culture we aren't taught to be too intuitive with how our bodies are actually functioning and performing for us and giving us signs and yeah. symptoms yeah uh no there's no normal symptom uh that hey you have a problem that's uh materializing maybe right. it's not a big glaring issue but maybe it is, and it's only a small little uh, symptom that you're experiencing. Sorry, I forgot that part. Yep, no worries. Um. Um, so, so yeah, it's uh, great to be here and be able to share because I think uh, when you mentioned posture, there is so much more to posture mm -hmm. than just ergonomics. Right. But ergonomics are very important. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, uh, just as far as what we feel like we're doing during the day. Some people are working on computers, laptops, or on their technology, and they get hunched over with their shoulders rounded and their heads out. Your head is essentially uh, the weight of a bowling ball. Yeah. And if you've ever been bowling, those are heavy balls, and especially if you try to hold one up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Imagine if you were holding one up and amazing, you just yeah. move it forward a little bit, uh, and so you can feel that strain on the back <laughs> yeah. of your wrist and your hand mm -hmm. and your arm. 
And that's essentially what we're putting our body through day in and day out. There's so many white collar people nowadays that are having uh, neck fusion surgeries or they have numbness and tingling or they're getting headaches and migraines. And one of the biggest issues is they're not dialed into ideal ergonomics and they're ignoring their body's uh, own signals of saying you have stiffness. A lot of times stiffness is the first sign of a problem that's occurring in uh, the nervous system and this uh, biomechanics of the body. Yeah. So that's a, a huge, in my opinion, flag for you to understand that, hey, there's a problem, I should actually address this through, maybe it's my ergonomics or assessing what am I doing during the day that's contributing to this? Could be even foods that you're eating and yeah. it's causing more inflammation in your body. Mm -hmm. But stiffness is, I think, one of the very first symptoms that some people see that should tell them and that they need to investigate what's going on. What is wrong with my lifestyle? Yeah. So we got to put a halt on it real quick because we got one thing that's very, very important. We got to start the show with gratitude. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. So, what are you grateful for? I am grateful uh, to be able to connect with as many people as that you have in your viewership, and mm -hmm. I think that's awesome that you've been able to connect with that many people yeah. to date so far and spend yeah. what, a little more than two years they've been doing this, so it's awesome. No, it's been, this is our fourth year. Is it the fourth year? Okay. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, So, three, it, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yeah, so, same. Um, I am, gosh, super grateful for this audience and for this uh, this platform, you know, to be able to share what I want to say, but then share the the gifts of so many other people. Um, it really is is a gift to be in my position to know so many people who are here, literally to share, to care, to give, to love, to help, to educate, to inform, to to do the things that um, that help that can help all of us, including me, because I need a lot of help, um, <laughs> to, to live well and to live beautifully. And, you know, it doesn't mean that we don't go through junk, because we all do, but um, that's why we surround ourselves with people who are here to lift us up, um, and which I think is so important. I'm very intentional about the people who I surround myself with, and I'm intentional about the people who I bring on the show. And um, I, 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 that intentionality is it's, it's just kind of this mindset you know and and you know i want i want to be lifted i want to lift and i want those around me and those who i share who are you know who have the same the minds same set, mindset and goals so um yeah super grateful for that and thankful that you're here and um, let's let's go ahead and continue. So, guys, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, I, no, it's I, okay. gotta, I know you like to start your show with, yeah. with that, and uh, <laughs> somehow we missed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. We got it. Indeed. We got it. Indeed. So, so talk um, first a little bit about what your background is. So, if oh, yeah. people don't know you, why? How is it that you even talk about ergonomics and biomechanics? What makes you so certainly? Cool? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so. Uh, my background is I've been a, a chiropractor for 15, almost 16 years now, and uh, I started off in the sports injury, injury rehab model, but then myself, uh, and this kind of goes to what you're talking about, we all have junk, yeah. right? My junk was I had experienced chiropractic at a young age, and uh, for, uh, I slipped on a rock fishing and hurt my back. Ugh. Yep, and so my mom took me to a chiropractor when I was eight years old. And then playing sports growing up, I played basketball and soccer as a goalie, so I was diving all over the place. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, continued me going to seek chiropractic care, my parents taking me for that. And that's how I experienced it, and I experienced the immense benefit and uh, relief. And I think that's how a majority of people experience chiropractic. But five years or so into being a chiropractor, I had the worst severe back pain. I had numbness and tingling into my leg. You're like, I'm a chiropractor, what's exactly. wrong with me? Right, yeah, I'm like, I'm supposed to be helping people and I can't even figure this out for myself. I barely could get my pants on and put my shoes oh. on. I barely could work. I was like, can I even continue to be a chiropractor? Mm. Continue on for over six weeks. Oh. Yeah, it was horrible. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't play with my daughter, help out around the house, and so, uh, 
that's why I connected with a colleague who showed me how I've been addressing it was more from like a, say an ibuprofen type of approach. Mm -hmm. Well, you only do something when it hurts, mm -hmm. which I think that's a, a majority of our society for the yeah. most part. Uh, and so once I changed how I was addressing my own personal health, that's when I started seeing the benefits of you know, being more proactive. So after even I had that episode uh, nipped in the bud, I was able to continue on and I, and then over, that's 10, 11 years ago now, I've never had one episode remotely close to that. And I've been able to do everything I wanted with the quality of my life as maintained where I wanted to be. I can play with my kids, do mm -hmm. uh, house chores and play and all that sure stuff without having those, that, yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the limitations yeah. uh, that I had experienced. And so uh, I, it, I changed my focus to being more of a neurologically brain-based approach mm -hmm. to being more proactive versus just reactive, even though that's usually how I meet people is from a reactive stance, yeah. but helping to get them feeling better, but also show them what is possible and how they can take care of their nervous system. Because mm -hmm. nobody really ever thinks about, how do I take care of my nervous system? When we're thinking about health and wellness, we're thinking about exercise, we're thinking about nutrition mm -hmm. and supplements and uh, things like that. And we don't really think of our nervous system, which is controlling all the functions in our body. How do we yeah. maintain that? Because some people have heard of dysautonomia and poor posture actually can lead to dysautonomia mm -hmm. where your body gets stuck in the fight or flight uh, yeah. phase and your body can't heal and rest mm -hmm. and digest the way it's supposed to so it can cause problems uh, when you have poor posture. Uh, and poor posture is just as simple as your head being forward mm -hmm. in front of your shoulders and that's something that is commonly referred to as tech neck or technology neck or poor Amazing head posture. Amazing these new terms that we have that never existed before. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so that can uh, influence uh, vital lung capacity mm -hmm. which puts more stress onto the heart. Mm -hmm. can, decreased digestive ability, uh, and even if you're in dysautonomia, it causes different things like anxiety and maybe depression and uh, infertility and things like that. Mm -hmm. So there's so many issues that the nervous system is impacting in our body, uh, it's impacting everything. Well, I think it's so important to, to remember that there may be one symptom, but there's always that spiral. Right, and it's always that connection. I wish I some often wish I had this. Um, I have this little bubble graphic, you know, that that is really helpful. That's this circle, right? You've got the stress, and then you've got the fatigue, and then you have the GI disorder, which then creates the stress, and then more fatigue. And so, but you can you can throw any number of symptoms and stuff in there, but then it just grows, and you get more bubbles and more problems, yeah. and it's this 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 spiral. And it's, it's the understanding that it's all connected. And, you know, if you have anxiety or, anxiety or depression, you know, let's start thinking about, uh, do you, are you sitting up straight, you know, or is your GI functioning properly? Yeah. Or, you know, asking the questions, you know, a number of questions. And sometimes we need help with that. I mean, that's why we do what we do, so we can help people to, to sort of uncover what is going on at the at the core, right, the root yeah. cause of the problem, um, instead of just saying, okay, so let's let's uh, give you a supplement, or give you a drug, or let's just do a, uh, it's not crackle pop, right, it's really, it's that understanding of what is it that's creating the problem, and addressing that, so then the body can do the rest, and all of those are things that are important, we might need drugs for a bit, we might need supplements, supplements are great, I love snap crackle pop, <laughs> but but we got to understand why it's happening, especially if it's continuing to happen, and how to how to break the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So, just on that point. Yeah. I want to use this as the illustration. If you have a, if do you think your toe impacts your heart? Oh, I love this. Right. And so you're like, how does my toe impact my heart? And like, mm -hmm. so like if you had high blood pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Well. If I came over and stepped on your toe, you're like, ow, but your heart rate's also going to go up. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. over time, if that pressure on your toe persists, your heart's trying to figure out, how do we adapt to this stress? Yeah. And it's like, well, you start looking at the heart and you think, mm -hmm. well, I need a high blood pressure medication or maybe I need to change my diet. But you need the proper testing to evaluate what's going on. Right. right? And so 
And this was something that really hit home to me uh, that I heard recently. Uh, and I think I'm going to incorporate it. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to do this in my practice. But uh, with a new client, asking them, you know, what are your priorities? Mm -hmm. You know, or yeah. like your values, really. So what are your values? And some people say, well, you know, I'm uh, dedicated. I'm honest. I'm loyal. But then it's like, well, how about, is health a value that you have? You know, and I think a lot of people think of, like, wanting to be healthy, but then it's not really a value yeah. to them. Mm -hmm. And especially if you look at the state of our country, I mean, there's almost 60% of people have a chronic disease, yeah. right? And I heard another stat recently, it was like 94% of people are metabolically unfit. Isn't that amazing? It's crazy. It is crazy. And it's, <clears throat> it's fascinating to sit back and, and to think of all of the reasons why. And, and metabolically unfit, we may not realize. We, we don't understand. We don't understand. We don't always feel the symptoms of being metabolically no. unfit. Right? And we don't necessarily yeah. always feel the symptoms of having, say, poor posture, poor ergonomics. Right. Right. Until all of a sudden you start developing numbness and tingling, or maybe mm -hmm. it's carpal tunnel, or whatever mm -hmm. it might be. Yeah. And it's like, well, this has been building for some time. So mm -hmm. it's so important to have people on your team, healthcare team, that are doing testing mm -hmm. to help you mm -hmm. identify problems before they become bigger problems. And you become one of those stats of a chronic disease, of osteoarthritis or different arthritic issues, cancer, heart disease, yep. diabetes, all these things that if you do things and you're wanting to be proactive, you just need to find the right providers because they're out there to yep. provide you the resources that you need to be able mm -hmm. to have to make the best choices for you and your family's health. And all of the things that you just mentioned and most everything else, except for maybe the 5% of the things that we deal with, are all lifestyle. All of it. Yep. Cancer is lifestyle. Now, there are some things that can be passed on through family epigenetically, but it doesn't mean that it has to happen, right? Genetically? Epigenetically. Okay. Or genetically, but, you and know. And then epigenetics. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it's taking that step back and, 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 and yes, building your team and, and understanding that all of the choices that you make are lifestyle choices. And then what happens very often is created by the choices that we make. Mm -hmm. And so is you know it can be as simple as let's sit up straight. Exactly. <laughs> let's put the phone down. I mean, there's a lot more to it. I have my own little interesting story that I was having um, you know significant neck pain right here for I think it was a year and a half. And I'm like I know it's biomechanics. I also know that biomechanically I'm a train wreck, but <laughs> it's okay. I deal with it, right? I have my team. Um, but what, I could not figure out what was happening, but I was sitting at my desk all day long, not getting up, and I was going to my chiropractors. I was going to my PTs. I was going do, to doing and doing massage therapy. I was doing all the things that I thought was right. Then I got a stand-up desk. And now I have a stand-up desk with a rebounder under it. Like, have I told you that? You didn't tell me about the rebounder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah stand-up desk with a rebounder. Um, and so I am rebounding on a regular basis, which can help with you know, blood pressure and all the things. But point to all of that is I was basically sitting like this. Even though I did a lot of yoga, I sit, typically sit pretty up straight. Yoga has, has been what has helped me to to be aware of my posture and sit up straight. But I was at my desk like this, and it kicked my ass. That will contribute to degenerative changes in mm -hmm. the spine, and it impacts the nervous system yeah. as well, but that's what causes a loss of range of motion, mm -hmm. and that stiffness to occur. And yeah. so those issues, there's a, an, an average. If you're above that average, then it means you're not gonna be predisposed to chronic pain or numbness and tingling or headaches. Mm -hmm. And if you're under that average, then you are gonna be uh, predisposed to chronic pain in the future. And How do you find that average? What do you, what do you So that would be through an x-ray. Okay. Yep. Okay. And so there's a normal average that we'd expect to see in normal range. And if you're under that, then it's gonna contribute to the degenerative changes mm -hmm. and decrease in that longevity that you have as far as the usage <laughs> that you're gonna mm -hmm. have of your body. 
So does that, so I think um, x-rays that I've seen uh, in my own x-ray, mm -hmm. so, and a lot of people have a straight neck. That would that be, that would be a perfect example of being under yeah. that uh, limit, and it's 20 mm -hmm. degrees, roughly, okay. is okay. the number that you're looking to be above. Mm -hmm. If you're below that 20 degree mark, then you're going to be in that category of being predisposed to chronic pain. Yeah, yeah. Do you do x-rays in office? Uh, if we need to use them, uh, we have an imaging center that's okay. pretty much right next door that we'll refer cool. people over to. Cool, yeah. cool. That's what I thought. I didn't remember seeing an x-ray machine yep. in there. But um, I think that x-rays are, are important. Um, I know a lot of people also are, I was one of those people, afraid of x-rays, afraid of you know too much of the x-ray radiation and that kind you of thing. You get more so radiation on a flight to New York now than you do from yeah. a, a newer type of x-ray unit, mm -hmm. uh, which is the imaging center we use, they have that. And so it's, uh, you know, I un understand uh, the thought and the concern behind mm -hmm. that with people, uh, but the information that comes from it is, I'll, I'll say it's invaluable yeah. because without seeing a picture, you don't really mm -hmm. know for sure what's going on in there. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get to the bottom of the issue, well, picture's worth a thousand words. Well, it's true, and you have to have you have to have the data. You have to have the information. I mean, it's the, you know running an X-ray in my mind is you know just like running labs. You got to yeah. look at what the body's trying to tell you, and sometimes you got to see what the body's trying to tell you. And exactly, the you don't want to guess. Really yeah, right. It's like, well, mm -hmm. what's causing my high blood pressure? You know, well, mm -hmm. there could be a number of different reasons. Yep. We need to do testing to figure mm -hmm. this out. What's causing my neck pain? Mm -hmm. Well, it's just a tight muscle. Well, why does he have a tight muscle? Well, yeah, always <laughs> ask why. That's, right? that's the key, exactly. right? Always ask why. Yeah, so <laughs> the more information we have, the better choices we can make yeah. and better decisions and direction uh, or coaching we can receive uh, to be able to help ourselves. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the posture also impacts our ability to breathe. If we're breathing shallow, uh, more shallowly, uh, then that's going to hit tongue twister. Yes, it is. <laughs> At least for me. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, that's going to create more uh, tension in the muscles in our neck, but also it's going to uh, deoxygenate our body, mm -hmm. and it's going to potentially cause more cold hands, cold feet, decreased digestion, throw us more into that fight or flight and the anxiety mm -hmm. type of state. And so there's so many impacts that poor ergonomics can have in our overall health. So I want to hit on this real quick because this is so interesting for me because, um, you know, we come, we come at this uh, at, from different modalities, but we're seeing the same, you know, similar symptoms. Some patterns as yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, And so for me, when I see, you know, people who are dealing with cold hands and feet, my first thought is, let's check your thyroid. And this is why it's so important to have your team. Because sure, there could be thyroid dysfunction, but maybe there's not. So what's causing your cold hand and hands and feet? Or is it both? Or did one create the other, right? Could you have um, uh, uh, structural issues and things that you need to go see Dr. Isaac for that are impeding the function of the thyroid? interesting you bring that up because the thyroid is something when we have lost that curvature in our neck it's very common to see a thyroid condition also being present with that interesting yes uh, so it, there I wouldn't necessarily say it's a one-to-one -one ratio but there's very high uh, mm -hmm. tendency for us to see that well and <clears throat> you know we see thyroid dysfunction in most a lot in women we see it in men and in women but we see it so often in women I mean people you know they come to me on such a regular basis going I've been diagnosed with hypothyroid so nobody ever asks why so but I do right you do why what's going on mm -hmm. and is it truly thyroid dysfunction what's creating that yes uh, it's so it, it, going back and I'll I probably repeat it too many times but I can't not repeat it always ask why if you have a diagnosis if you have a symptom if you have an issue ask why and if you get an answer ask why again if you get another answer ask why again you got to keep asking you have to dig down it's mm -hmm. not just uh, how do we manage the symptom yeah. I mean that's a very surface level approach but if you really want to take care of yourself holistically mm -hmm. you need to ask why Mm -hmm. Right, you need to be your own advocate, and so many people I feel like have been disempowered by yes. the medical system. Yes. It's just the white coat. They told me I need mm -hmm. to do this, and so I'm going to do that. 
without even seeing if there's a, another approach. Mm -hmm. We have the best urgent care system in the world, yep. number one. Mm -hmm. Out of the healthcare systems of the world, out of, say, the top 45 countries, we're like 41st. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, we need to ask questions. We yep. need to be advocating for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Why is one of the best ways to do that uh, as far as what to say to your providers? Yeah, yeah. It's so true, and what you say is what I feel, and I say a lot as well, is so often when people come to me, or I think to any provider in our, our world, sort of the functional, holistic, whatever you want to call it, world, is they're, they're frustrated, they're angry, they're mad, they're not getting answers, the, 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 whatever the issue is just keeps, keeps happening, and they're like, why? Why is this happening, and why am I not getting any help? Um, and it, it really is that, I, I say exactly what you say, it's, it's they come to me disempowered and all I want is to empower them with knowledge. And it's that empowering with knowledge on their own body, on what they have the capability of doing, how they have the capability of, of working through this just by asking the questions and digging for the root cause and finding, finding their team who, who are there to help to support and not say this is your problem, go get a drug and we'll see you later. Totally. Or not see you later. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's uh, just on the disempowerment, I, mm -hmm. I think the people that are self-advocating for themselves, they're the ones that are, they have, I'll, I'll call it a free agent team. They're, they're looking for the best fit for them and they're willing to pay to find that, mm -hmm. right? It's mm -hmm. not like, well, what is my insurance? Uh, who do they want me to go to? Yeah. Your insurance company does not have your best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. Their best interest at heart are to put money, their money, your money, into the pockets yeah. of their stockholders. Yeah. And according to Medicare, I can't remember which uh, rule or law it is, uh, but they specifically say any uh, treatment or approach that's being utilized to prevent a disease is not medically necessary. It's like it's that's the that's the, the definition yeah. of what we should be looking for of like health, yeah. right? And it's not health insurance, it's sick insurance. Mm -hmm. And we have a big sick care system. Mm -hmm. They don't make money unless people are sick. Mm -hmm. They don't want people to die. They mm -hmm. don't want people to be healthy. You're stuck in the middle. So in order yeah. to be advocating for yourself, you have to get out of that system. Mm -hmm. At times you definitely need it because if you have a cancer diagnosis or you have a heart attack, whatever it is, you want to have that added insurance to help sure. you through that, mm -hmm. right? But if you want to prevent those issues, you need to be going outside that system, being proactive, advocating for yourself and your family. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And you know, so often what I see is, it's, this is not a slam on, I think that it's it's the system, it's not individual doctors a, a lot no, it's of the time. It's, it's, it's the system, yeah. But what I see are if you don't, if you do start advocating for yourself and, and you say that, that I don't think that this is, your answer is necessarily the answer for me, they'll get mad. They can. I've, mm -hmm. I've heard people getting kicked out of the doctor's, that doctor's yep. office. And it's like, they need to be open to different approaches yep. to best help their client. That's mm -hmm. what they're there for is to yep. help their client understand different options for mm -hmm. care. It's not just a one-size-fits-all approach or one pill for every person. Right. We all have different mm -hmm. epigenetics and genetics that we need to take into consideration or even our own uh, beliefs, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Those are all yeah. factors that are being, I'll say, whitewashed, I feel, in medicine. Mm -hmm. It's like everybody's fitting into a square hole. Mm -hmm. I'm a round peg. I don't fit in that. Yeah. My kid is not the same. Mm -hmm size or shape, mm -hmm. right? We're all different. We all have different needs, different nutritional mm -hmm. needs, and it takes a team to yeah. be able to help us get to the the outcome that we're looking for, and it's a continual journey mm -hmm. to to chase health. Mm -hmm. It's not just a destination. Yeah. You have to keep moving in life. Mm -hmm. Things change, and it's a moving target. It's true. And I, and I do think, too, I think it's important for a lot of people to have your allopathic practitioners on board with your team. And those practitioners, in my mind, should be open to you discussing your needs with your team. 
right? They, and, they should embrace yeah. connecting with your team as well. Mm. Yes. Right? Yeah. And like, hey, this is what we see, this is what mm -hmm. you see. Hey, well, maybe there is a goal of that individual if they're on 10 different medications. I want to get off these medications. I don't want more. So, yeah. doctor, can you work with Nikki and help mm -hmm. me figure out how do we decrease these medications mm -hmm. as we're going through a program yeah. to help decrease cholesterol, decrease mm -hmm. blood pressure medications, decrease my diabetes meds, yeah. right? It's not like, oh, you need more medication. Well, if you need more medication, you're not getting healthier. Right. That's the opposite yeah. of health. You're not building that. Yeah. And what do we see? We see you're on a medication, then you have to medication to mitigate the, the symptoms of that medication. Mm -hmm. And you're talking again about a whole new spiral that you're dealing with, which is ugly. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. And, it, you know, there is definitely a time and place for those things, right? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And it's not all bad. But it's, you know, I think there's, as we we're talking, so much of what's going on in uh, our disease processes is lifestyle. Mm -hmm. How often are we addressing that? Mm -hmm. How often are we looking at that, right? Is it inconvenience? Yeah. Well, you want to be healthy? Mm -hmm. I mean, you need self-advocate. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So what are you seeing um, in practice when it comes to, yeah, so I've, an example that I have, I, I have a nephew who stayed with us for a while and mm -hmm. he was always like this. On the device. Always. Yep. It was insanity. But he's not the only one. We're seeing it all the time. Whether they're kids or whether they're adults, we see it all the time. What Definitely. are you seeing? We're so relying on technology now. Is mm -hmm. like, how do we uh, make it work for us? Yeah. Right? And yeah. I'll just say, the biggest issue I see with screens is they're not in the ideal position, mm -hmm. right? So if you're, regardless if you're using a laptop or a desktop, the monitor, the height of the monitor, the center of the screen should be eye level when you're sitting up straight. So center if you look, of the screen needs to be eye yep. level. Okay. And so the center of the screen should be eye level. And if you look at the top of the screen, you should actually feel like you're looking up a little bit. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's with your computer technology. Mm -hmm. If you're using a phone, you want to have that here, like resting your arms on your side to hold it up here more in front of you so you can be looking straight ahead using both hands. So the goal, just to sort of make it easy and make sure that I'm understanding you, is just looking straight ahead. In everything that you're doing, looking straight ahead, not looking down, not looking too far up, mm -hmm. just straight ahead. Yep. And I've, and the, I'm not sure how you're going to do it, but if you have the show notes or whatever, I have a link for an eight-step guide that gives you exercises and stretches and ergonomic cool. and lifestyle tips. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's going to be available yeah. uh, to talk about because we don't just want to be looking straight ahead. If we're looking straight ahead the whole time, we're going to lose our ability to turn our head. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that contributes to the loss of that curve or the forward head is because certain muscles aren't being used to yeah. provide that support to our structure and our nervous system. So to hit on that just real quick, so make sure that we'll have we'll have that link for, so you, I'm sure you have it on your website. Yes. You know, so you have yeah, it on your yeah. website. We'll also have it in, we'll have it, uh, you know, sitting in our YouTube notes. We'll have it sitting uh, in the comment section of both Facebook pages um, that will link to that and link all of your Perfect. links will be in yeah. there as well. So. You can uh, look for that in, and I'm assuming in the podcast as well, we'll have it all linked in the podcast, okay. I hope. Yeah, that's, <laughs> keep the fingers crossed. That's 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 Ruth, so I'm sure that she's she takes care of me and all of that stuff, thankfully, because it wouldn't get done otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many things. Anyway, cool, so that'll be a good one. I think it's yeah. important because it's one that you can take, you can share it with your family, share it with your kids, even if they don't think it's important, you know, it's those little drips, right? It's those drips on, on We need the to... drips. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we need those reminders. We need to have resources, and this mm -hmm. is just a, a free resource yeah. uh, that's available. And it, I don't even really – I touch on it a little bit in the, the guide, but having a sit-to-stand workstation is awesome mm -hmm. uh, to be able to have that as a resource for yourself. Uh, or if you're sitting on the couch, uh, you want to have it like a pillow or two on your lap so you can rest your arms on that. So whether you're reading a book, paper book, or using yeah. a tablet or other technology, you can prop that up more, mm -hmm. right? Because you want to get out of this looking down. We look down yeah. so much as it is already, uh, whether it is for reading or eating mm -hmm. or what, whatever, tying our shoes. You know, we're looking yeah. down to make yeah. sure we're not tripping yeah. uh, <laughs> as we walk. Yeah. So that's... Uh, 
definitely in something else to taking the consideration for uh, that to be something that's easier for you to make it work for you. Because uh, sitting is actually one of the most stressful positions for our back. Mm -hmm. And our back is one of the most common, dis I think it's the one disability in the world yeah. uh, for people to suffer that issue. And if people had their spine as their smile, they'd take better care. Mm -hmm. Right, because you so could actually true, see yeah. that it's not healthy. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. not waiting for mm -hmm. things to totally discolor and like, oh, my tooth's starting to fall out. I guess I need to do something now. Yeah. But that's essentially mm -hmm. what's happening to spinal health, and the impact on the nervous system is astronomical, and that impacts your yeah. health. I want to hit on something. I'm going to back up a little bit just real quick because it's a little off topic, but I think it's really important because uh, it's not something that I think that I don't think we think about it enough. And it's going back to our laptops mm. or our computers on our laps. This goes back to the, 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 the electromagnetic frequencies that come off of our computers sitting in our lap, right? So yes, EMFs sitting on our lap. Men, where, are those, where are those EMFs going? Yep, right? testes. The fertility rates, yeah. sperm count, uh, motility, all of these things in men, I don't remember the number, but they've declined. Is it 50% in the last 20 years or 30 years? It's huge. Our, our country, our world is starting to go more sterile. Yeah. That's one reason why there is such a challenge in fertility. Mm -hmm. And it's a multiple fold as far as the reasons, whether right, it's the EMFs, right. the chemicals that we're ingesting, mm -hmm. uh, any way we were ingesting them. Uh, our nervous system being mm -hmm. stuck in a fight or flight. Mm -hmm. There's all these different aspects that uh, impact fertility. It's not just women's men as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Totally, but yeah, technology has mm -hmm. become so pervasive that we put it on our lap. It's definitely not doing uh, ovaries or men, women. testes it's, it's and both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And men walking around with your phones in your pocket. Yep. So it, it, it's it's a problem. So I couldn't I couldn't just let it pass over because it's you know I think that's one of those things that really needs to be brought to the attention of people because I know a lot of people. I mean I do the same thing. I I still have work to do, but I want to be in the family room with my husband or with the dogs or whatever. I'm mm -hmm. tired of being behind my desk, so I go sit in the chair. But I have it just like you said. Mm -hmm. I have it propped up and I have it. I'm protected, but. It's important to not let your computer sit in your lap. Um, it's definitely yeah. Yes. Anyway, sponsored. totally <laughs> off topic, but yeah, yeah, but important. You know, do do I? Yeah. No. No. Okay. I mean, not um, today. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that is such. Uh, there's so many factors. It can seem like it's overwhelming. Like, well, like you mentioned thyroid. Mm -hmm. Well, what about the fluoride in the water that's uh, preventing the thyroid from being yeah. able to function the way it's supposed to, right? And there's just like so many things that we need yeah. to be aware of mm -hmm. that having a team around yeah. you is so important to help you like figure out ways, how do you mitigate mm -hmm. this? Mm -hmm. How do you mitigate that? How yeah. do we deal with these stresses we're constantly uh, facing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so there's definitely ways to do that. It's mm -hmm. just that you need to be aware of it. How do we uh, help our liver detox? Mm -hmm. How do we mm -hmm. take care of our nervous system? So our body can detox right. the way it, it needs to. Yeah. And so it's a, you know, you need to have a, a foundation in order to have a solid house. Mm -hmm. If you just like focus on one leg of your house, you start building it up and you start maybe seeing changes, but then you don't get the changes you're expecting yeah. because other aspects of that mm -hmm. foundation have been neglected. Yeah, yeah. Which is again, you know, not again, but it's, you know, so often why we, we want to really dig for that the root cause, the foundation, and, and start with the foundation, which is, again, asking asking why. Because if we're doing all of the stuff up here, I think mm -hmm. I'm probably just repeating what you just said, but if we're doing all the things up here, it's, it has the potential of just falling apart. You know, So we can't cover up with drugs. We can't, although we might need them, we got to understand the, the, the foundation. I'm being repetitive. That's okay. Anyway. I mean, <laughs> I think... Uh, Different words are yeah. needed to, everybody hears things mm -hmm. a little bit differently through different filters. Yeah, Some people true. don't like my voice, some people like your voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, they hear mine all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a, you know, messages are out there, but just seeking those channels to find mm -hmm. those messages through are important to, you know, just, I don't want to, 
I, I think a lot of people need to unplug from traditional ways of consuming information. Mm -hmm. There's a new era that is not uh, being taken over by big companies that are, have self-serving interests to spread their message saying this is the only way that you can do things, mm -hmm. right? There are so yeah. many other ways that we can approach our life, mm -hmm. right, and get information. You know, this technology is great in some respects because it allows us to connect with people mm -hmm. virtually like this, but then also it can be, uh, you know, not healthy for us uh, as well. So we need to figure out how to find that balance in yeah. our life in so many ways, you mm -hmm. know, whether it's through ergonomics or technology mm -hmm. or nutrition and food, exercise. We just can't be going, going, going 24-7 or else yeah. we're going to wear our bodies out, mm -hmm. right? Define er ergonomics. All right, I mean, ergonomics uh, in general, mm -hmm. generally speaking, is the ideal position to decrease wear and tear on your body, to decrease or avoid repetitive stresses mm -hmm. on your body. And most people think of ergonomics, I think, from uh, the sense of like carpal tunnel, for example, yeah. right? Yeah. Having the pad that you put your wrist on uh, to help try to prevent mm -hmm. uh, pressure and irritation there. Having a keyboard that's turned out a certain mm -hmm. direction mm -hmm. uh, to help with uh, those ideal ergonomics. Uh, but we have ergonomics to sleep, right? You don't want to sleep on your stomach, yeah. for example. Yeah. That'd be bad ergonomics for sleep, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? On your side or your back would be the best. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of different things, you know, the way like a coffee cup is even designed. There's ergonomics to that and how you hold it. Interesting. I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but sometimes I'll be driving, I'll hold, be holding a, like a, a coffee mug, uh -huh. and it's like, oh man, my, my wrist or my yeah, hand is Yeah, you feel like you got to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's that. That would be that. ergonomics as yeah, well. That's yeah, yeah. an example, uh -huh. right? And so uh, there's a lot of ergonomics at play in our world that we're not even aware of. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Um, you know, I find myself, I don't even, can't even give an example right now, but I'll, I know I'll do that a lot. I'll put something down like, oh, that's uncomfortable, and you just want to stretch it, and then I'll just put it right back <clears throat> up again. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Pay attention to your body. Your body's always talking to you. <laughs> yeah, and another way of looking at those positions, because like yeah. if somebody's doing yoga, mm -hmm. there's positions there, but that position is essentially a type of ergonomic. Yeah. position, right? Are you going to put more stress and strain mm -hmm. on something you're not supposed to be? Yeah. Or are you going to be uh, targeting the area that you're intentionally trying, trying to target to yeah. by being in the right position? Yeah. Right? Or even for somebody that maybe is super stiff, what's right position for one person mm -hmm. isn't the right position for somebody else. Different wait, heights wait. or sizes. You mean we're all individual? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Amazing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sure. But that is, it's a, it's a really good point, is the fact that we need to listen to our body, we need to listen to our team, but we know, we can feel, it, but also let somebody who knows help you through it. And I'm thinking about yoga, because you have your yoga teachers who are going to, and others, but who are going to help you, help you be in the right position for you based on your abilities, mm -hmm. which I think is important. So your abilities, sure, it can be how your flexibility, but it's your your health, you know, how is, you know, are you hurt, are you injured? And that it should be that way with, I mean, part of your team is your fitness team, people who help you through whatever it is, through help you get healthy in that realm. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Indeed, I mean, yeah. you need those tips to mm -hmm. help point you in the right direction mm -hmm. so you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's a good way to detox, right? And there isn't bad ways to detox. Man, people can use the word detox for all kinds of things. I'm like, is that detox? I need <laughs> digital detox. That, that's <laughs> there, true. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's different yeah, types yeah. of detoxes yeah. as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So in your clinic, um, yeah. I think I, I want I, I to dig into kids a little bit. I don't oh, yeah. work a lot with kids, but... Yeah. Um, you know, we went from, you know, talking about, you know, being on the phones and that kind of thing mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of directly into the standing desk. And I want to see, I want to, I want to know and I want others to hear what you're seeing in your clinic when it comes to kids coming to you. Are you seeing them more often? Or are you seeing uh, patterns that they're coming to you for? I mean, kids are under more and more stress today than we were when we were growing mm -hmm. up. Uh, there's a lot uh, going on at home, in the world, technology is changing, there's a decrease in exercise that kids are getting, 
which is critical for brain development. Mm -hmm. And so that is definitely a, a big uh, issue that kids are having. Movement is key to life and development. Like they got rid of recess, right? I mean... Some have. Some have gotten rid of physical education. Some have gotten rid of music. I mean, unreal. there's uh, these different... Uh, uh, I don't want to call them modalities, but just different learning styles that mm -hmm. certain people gravitate towards mm -hmm. that they're missing out on, mm -hmm. right? And Isn't that what school's for? Exposure, learn, I think. Yeah, exposure yeah. and learn what you what you want, what you want in life, and <laughs> who you are. And there's a big, uh, there, there's a big hole there as far as I feel like is uh, starting to occur uh, with uh, education. Yeah. Right. It's uh, they're teaching kids to be in the system versus what is interesting for this person. How do we support this person in their learning and help them flourish? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you're you're getting by. You're going to keep moving on. Right, and it's yeah. not there. There isn't uh, the the attention. I feel like it's needed to help certain kids have. You know, they're more gifted in like I'll say like hand-eye fine motor skills, and they are interested in technology. Mm -hmm. Maybe they want to eat electrical type of things. Yeah. You know, where they're not fitting in the normal mold, quote unquote, mm -hmm. of reading mm -hmm. and uh, or sports, mm -hmm. right? But let them broaden that world of mm -hmm. where their interests lie versus saying, well, you're really good there, but you suck over here, so we need to really focus over here. I mean, talk about a way to uh, dis disinterest a child mm -hmm. in what their gifts are, yeah. right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know. There's a, it's a whole other subject and topic, but as far yeah. as what we're seeing kids for, I mean, there's so many kids dealing with headaches and migraines, mm -hmm. uh, so many kids who are dealing with neurodevelopmental issues and challenges on the spectrum, uh, and so Do you many have stats on that? Because the stats are pretty phenomenal, and I'm not trying to put you on the, uh, on the... As far as how many kids are Compared to, like, 10 years ago oh, versus 20 years it's ago. It's crazy. It's, I mean, like, it was, like, one in... 200 or one in 400 that was on the spectrum mm -hmm. like 20-ish years ago yeah. and now I've seen numbers that it's saying at least for boys it's gonna be one in 24 and it's, it's just like climbing real and some people say well it's just a matter of having better technology to be able to diagnose uh, these issues that we get for a lot of uh, things you know maybe there is better technology so we can catch more things that are outliers mm -hmm. that aren't like you know, screaming at us, but like, oh yeah, you do have uh, these signs and symptoms or issues going on mm -hmm. uh, that would put you in that category, but they're not like the, the big ones, right? right? They're on yeah. the fringes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so there is probably some of that, but I think it's a combination of stress that mm -hmm. our body's under, whether it's the chemical stresses, you know, through things we ingest and inject and uh, rub mm -hmm. on our bodies. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many metals are being used in our environment, and those are neurotoxins, mm -hmm. right? And so uh, really consider those factors for normal development. And then also we have the EMF, as you mentioned, yeah. right? And that we don't fully understand what that's doing physiologically to our mm -hmm. bodies and mm -hmm. impacting our development. Uh, and then we have physical stress or lack thereof. Which is important. Right, right. We got to have physical stress, but yeah. not too much, right? There's a. Yeah, all these stresses, mm -hmm. there's good stresses, there's bad yeah. stresses, mm -hmm. right? But how do we mitigate the bad stresses? Or how do we, I mean, vegetables are good, but if you ate 20 pounds in a day, that would not be good. Right. Right? There's a mm -hmm. limit to even good mm -hmm. stress, mm -hmm. right? So you need to find that balance. And uh, we are definitely out of balance in a lot of ways yeah. in our personally, in our world, society, mm -hmm. and I think more people need connection uh, with each other, right? We need to get back to connecting yeah. on a one-on-one -on -one basis, yeah. like being in person here mm -hmm. versus virtually, is so much, uh, I think it's uh, so much healthier for yeah. us. Yeah, so, agreed, agreed. Yeah. So you hit a little bit on, you know, things that, I know you have a handout, but what, yeah. can you give like some a little guidance some ideas things that people can do now to start to pay attention to their posture to the family's posture things that they can do in the house or at, at work that can that can help definitely yeah i mean there's 
I'll, I'll call them three bones. Uh, there's more than that. The, yeah. the three bones you want to think of for sitting. Mm -hmm. One would be your tailbone, right? And that's like mm -hmm. the uh, sacrum, technically mm -hmm. speaking. Uh, right in the middle, a lot of people sit on their tailbone. That's not where you want to sit. Yeah. As you're sitting right now, mm -hmm. you're sitting up yep, on your yep. sit bones, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. That's what you want to sit on. You should yep. feel like your belly button's getting pushed forward a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. You should feel like uh, your shoulders are open. Mm -hmm. And that's going to help get you more upright. That's going to get you in the, more of the ideal position. So if you are looking at a screen up here, oh, I'm already sitting up straight. Now I need to make sure my screen's up high enough so I'm not looking down yeah. at my screen. Yeah. So those would be easy things that you could probably address at, on mm -hmm. your own. Mm -hmm. Most monitors, you can put some books or reams of paper or a box underneath to yeah. raise that up, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's an easy thing to hopefully fix at home since more and more people are working remotely at home. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what you could do. Yeah. Or even in the, the workstation or mm -hmm. workplace, you can find something like that or ask HR to put in an order so you can get your ergonomics uh, set up. They understand ergonomics. They want people to be yeah. comfortable and healthy in the workplace so they're not missing work. Right. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, that's, uh, I think, some of the easiest things to do where it's like very low cost or expense. Mm -hmm. But taking a little bit a step further, if you are using a laptop, you definitely need to get that up. So you need, you don't want to be typing or mousing up here, right? And like an yep, alligator yep, arms yep. person, uh, you want to have that accessory keyboard and mouse so you can be down and having your hands mm -hmm. where they should be mm -hmm. and this monitor and screen up where it should be as yep. well. So, yep. uh, and having that, I'll just say more dedicated workspace. So you're mm -hmm. not going from the couch to the coffee table, to the kitchen table where you can actually get these things set up for yourself yeah. to make it as uh, favorable of an environment uh, for yourself as possible. Um, I would add on there just for my own is just getting away from the computer. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. And that's one of the mm -hmm. things in the guide is you definitely want to yeah. like don't sit for more than sixty minutes. Get up, move around, go do mm -hmm. something. Give your eyes a break and do some certain eye mm -hmm. exercises or neck exercises. Uh, so those are definitely important things to cover with the guide, uh, which has PDFs in it, uh, and it is a PDF, but it also a separate PDF for dialing in your ergonomics, also video links for seeing how to actually mm -hmm. do these things and not oh, just having good. to read something. Cool. Yep. So there's multiple uh, mm -hmm. ways to consume uh, the, that resource. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So is there anything that you want to cover that we haven't covered yet? Pertaining to ergonomics, I mean, it's, it's more than just your posture. Yeah. It impacts your whole uh, physiology in your body. In your, mm -hmm body's health and your longevity as well. I mean, if you have a history of heart issues in your family, well, you don't want to be putting more stress on your heart mm -hmm. by through poor ergonomics, mm -hmm. right? If you're dealing with asthma and you have uh, lung issues, COPD maybe for some people, mm -hmm. you want to be sitting up straight where you can get a full breath in and take advantage of that mm -hmm. oxygen uh, capacity that your lungs do have and not put more pressure on them, right? I think that I... I my understanding this isn't this isn't necessarily my world but we we don't breathe well as a society anyway right it's like we're shallow breathers we breathe with our chest and not with our bellies Diaphragm, and yeah. yeah yeah and so i would you know can can your care help with that as well can chiropractic care help with that is that more practice i'll say our bodies have a rhythm yeah. Right? And mm -hmm. so if your body's less stressed, it's going to help change that rhythm in your body. Even with saying that, I think people, a lot of people do need more breathing, breath work, mm -hmm. uh, because that is such a huge part of our physiology, helping make our bodies acidic or more basic. Yeah. Right? And the oxygen helps uh, with that mm -hmm. uh, process. So yeah. breath work is something that I think everybody could probably benefit from for the most part. There was a, a conference that I used to go to that there, he would always have as one of his, his vendors, a guy who had a kit to help you learn how to breathe okay. normally with the deep breaths. Because I know when I breathe, and he showed me this, I breathe, my shoulders go up. Mm -hmm. And that's not supposed to happen. Nope. So if you breathe deeply, your shoulders go up. That's a problem. <laughs> Mine still do. <laughs> so I need to... Things to work on. Yes, right? things to work on. We all have things to work on. We're, we're yep. not perfect, you yep. know, even as providers. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not uh, perfect. 
uh, we all have our shor shortcomings, and yeah. I think, uh, you know, maybe rightfully, but also wrongly, mm -hmm. we are put on a pedestal to a certain extent, right? You're so perfect, I'm never going to be able to do that, oh, right? Oh, I know. I, it breaks and my heart so, when I hear that. I'm like, no, yeah, like, not Hey, perfect. you know what? <laughs> like, I just had a lady that uh, she wanted to have her own natural childbirth. And she came in, she's like, I ended up having to get an epidural. And she was like bummed. I'm like, hey, you did your best, right? That's all mm -hmm. you can do is like mm -hmm. have an idea of what you're shooting for. Yeah. Do your best and hope for the best outcome. Yeah. Right? And sometimes we do need to make a little mm -hmm. detour. Mm -hmm. But I want to see people, I want to support mm -hmm. people, right? Yeah. And help them feel supported because mm -hmm. I think there's a lack of that support and connection yeah. uh, that people have, especially with their providers. You yeah. know, accessibility and mm -hmm. uh, just that connection of, you know, I want what you want, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you didn't do something the way that was would have been ideal, well, I, I don't want to make you feel bad. You're mm -hmm. feeling bad because you're your own worst critic. Right. Uh, oftentimes, yeah. right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, yeah, nobody's ever here to judge, only to help and to guide. Because I, I hear that all the time, well, I'll never eat that well. Like, you can. Yeah. But, you know, it's every day. Every it's a practice. Everything that we do is a practice every single day. Yeah, and yeah. I guess the the one last thing I wanted to touch on and just came to mind is mm -hmm. oftentimes people ask me, how often do I get adjusted, right? Mm -hmm. And so one of the reasons why I do the frequency that I consume it at uh, for my own adjustments is because of uh, what I saw with research. Re there was research done that showed if the, the spine is fixated and not moving in a certain area mm -hmm. for two weeks, then degeneration starts. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Good to Osteoarthritis, know. degenerative disc disease, mm -hmm. all those those processes start to accelerate. And once they're in motion, it's hard to halt that, yeah. to stop it. So yeah. I get adjusted minimally every two weeks. Good for you. Yeah, and cool. yeah. oftentimes, if I have something going on, I'll get adjusted more frequently. Mm -hmm. But that was after I went through a, a course of care initially mm -hmm. to get me to that point where now I can just be supportive yeah. and not have to be as intensive uh, in my approach. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Um, all right, how can people find you? Uh, the easiest way, it has a social channel's phone number, mm -hmm. is uh, the website, and that's lifetimewellnesscairo.com okay. uh, is the best way. Uh, and then. We have links to the free resources. You mm -hmm. have to go to the bottom of the page to find those, but it's at the bottom of the page for free resources. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also other tips and guides uh, there as well, outside of the ergonomic one uh, for cool. stretches, uh, for uh, different health tips and uh, all that. So, good, yeah. good. Yeah, check them out. Go to the website. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. It's always good to have you know free resources to help help move you in the right direction and, and help you you know continue to to learn and understand your body and, and what it needs and, and who are those who should be part of your team and who can help you um, move forward yeah. and, you know, live big. Yeah, and I guess the last thing, just because mm -hmm. it didn't really come up, even though we are in the Denver area, <laughs> right? Oh, so yeah. that's where the brick and mortar <laughs> office is, but uh, I also offer a company uh, phone calls, uh, consultation, just to help point you in the right direction. Yeah. So if you're wondering, hey, well, what should I do? Where should mm -hmm. I go? Uh, and would it be a good fit for us to work together? Mm -hmm. uh, I like to offer that as a discovery, just yep. opportunity to see what your needs are and concerns or what mm -hmm. you have going on, if I can point you in the right direction or offer any help. Cool. Yeah. Very good. I love it. All right. And, of course, I am uh, Taste Life Nutrition on pretty much everywhere, so the website, the social media. Um, you can go to the website and fill out a free assessment. I reach out to you personally, and we chat about it and see – Kind of the same thing, you know, is it something that I can help with or can I point you point you in a direction that's going to be better suited for you or do we help you build your team? We do that as well. <laughs> so, um, and uh, soulful conception, like, I think we're launching today. <laughs> I don't really Fingers know. <laughs> but soulful conception is a really one-of-a-kind program uh, that I have been working really hard on to help guide women and their partners, their spouses to um, to prepare for pregnancy. Don't just, you know, move into it willy-nilly. It does happen that way sometimes, but prepare for it, prepare your body for it. Um, it the, the data shows that the more prepared you are to start and grow your family, then the better outcomes will be and 
you know, you decrease the negative outcomes that can happen both during pregnancy and after. Um, we had the ability to create a healthy future. Each person, person as an individual has this amazing ability to create their healthy body, healthy pregnancy, healthy baby, and then of course, health for generations to come. It's, it's really phenomenal and fascinating and it's exciting stuff. So uh, if you have questions about it, of course, reach out to me. You can again, fill out the assessment or you can just you know, fill out the contact page. I'll reach out to you and we'll chat about it. I have amazing experts, like a lineup of people who are here to give you guidance in the program outside of what I know. So I have my own expertise, but I have a lot of people who have expertise in biomechanics. You know, how, what is, what does it look like to, obviously Dr. Isaac is one of those people, but what does it look like to prepare for pregnancy and to make sure that you are um, physically in alignment to allow for pregnancy to happen as well as then of course allow uh, the, through the pregnancy and birth to be as as good as it can be, right? <laughs> that's that's the goal uh, is to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy birth and a healthy baby. Um, you know, people who are here to help with mindset, who help with IVF. If you're already going through IVF, that's perfectly fine. Um, experts who do hypnotherapy for fertility. I can't even tell you the cool things that people do to help round out this program so every single person gets exactly what they need and guidance in the area that's most beneficial for them, uh, which is uh, what I love, because I know I'm not the end-all be-all. I would like to think I am, but I'm not. So, <laughs> so a lot of really cool people doing cool things to help in your fertility journey. So. Uh, let me know if you if you have questions about anything. Uh, happy to to chat, and we will see you next week streaming live here on KUHSDenver.com at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. See you later. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs>